0: hey everyone welcome back to another episode of the life of a fashion student podcast with me your host christina ang i know my past few episodes on this podcast have been dealing you know with the current events of what's happening surrounding the coronavirus And I've been getting so much great feedback on that through Instagram, so thank you guys so much for reaching out to me and just letting me know how relatable the topics have been. But in today's episode, I thought I would shake things up a little bit and kind of steer our minds, you know, away from what's happening in the world to give ourselves a little break, because I know I need one. And I realize that we have to be realistic and cautious of what's happening around us, but sometimes you just need to give your mind a little R&R. So in today's episode, as you can tell from the title, I'm going to be talking about my perfect imperfections. And I wanted to get real with you guys in this episode about some of my personal insecurities, but also the things about myself that I love as well. So this perfect imperfections topic was actually a tag that went around YouTube a while ago from a YouTuber named Andrea's Choice. Um, I don't know if people still do tags on YouTube anymore, but I'm bringing it onto this podcast platform and giving it a shot and it's so funny because if you asked me to do something like this a couple years ago I would have completely you know been embarrassed and insecure to talk about my own personal insecurities so openly on a podcast so And of course, I think this is something we learn as we get older, but now that I'm thinking about this idea and when I had this idea to do this podcast, I actually got really excited to come out here and talk to you guys about it. And I definitely think that as I got older, I started to accept a lot of my insecurities and even like them, but of course some of my insecurities now are different from the ones that I used to have when I was in like middle school, Um, but there are definitely some similarities. Anyway, let's get right on into the episode. Okay, so as the tag goes and the way it goes on YouTube is I'm supposed to talk about three of my insecurities and then followed by three things that I love about myself. And I think it's just so great to end off with some good things as well because, you know, life is all about balance and it's not all about negativity. It's about the positive things as well. So that's going to be fun. Just to be clear also, our insecurities don't necessarily have to be physical insecurities. Um, It's not always about how we look. There could be other aspects about ourselves that we're insecure about as well. Um, But with that said, my first insecurity that I'm going to be be talking about is actually a physical body insecurity, but just putting it out there that everyone's different. So one of my biggest insecurities is actually that I have really broad shoulders which isn't necessarily a common insecurity that people have or that you hear people complaining about often. And if you guys are having trouble picturing or understanding what it means to have broad shoulders, it's basically when the length of someone's shoulder width is larger than what is quote-unquote average for a woman's normal shoulder width. And the measurement of my shoulder width, which I actually measured you guys, is actually considered to be a normal number for a man. So there's that. Not to mention, it also doesn't help that I have a slimmer waist, so my shoulders just tend to look a lot broader, especially when I'm wearing like sleeveless shirts and tight clothing, which I will get into more later, but is actually the reason that I don't wear certain types of clothes um, that often. So before I get into that whole fashion situation and how my fashion's kind of affected by this insecurity, um, I actually wanted to share something really funny that I found on BuzzFeed that I thought would be so perfect to share with you guys, especially pertaining to this topic that I'm talking about so anyway while I was doing research on how to define broad shoulders for you guys I found an article on Buzzfeed called 15 struggles of being a girl with broad shoulders. I already read it of course, but I thought I should read some of the some of the things that it said to you guys, especially since, you know, are related to most of them and to all of them probably. Anyway, so the first one I want to read to you guys is this one. So it says, it is impossible to be comfortable in a button up shirt because your shoulders feel like they're going to explode out of it. And I honestly don't even wear button up shirts that often, but this one is so true. And when I do, sometimes it feels like it's seriously restricting my range of motion in my shoulder area. And of course, that is just completely uncomfortable, which is honestly probably the reason why I don't wear them often. Okay, so another one says, choosing what you wear becomes solely about how your shoulders will look in an outfit. And again, this one is so true. It's actually so true that I almost literally peed myself. Um, I can definitely relate to this one because most of my outfits are made around whether or not it makes my shoulders look quote unquote normal so at the end it's not even about how I look in an outfit it's about how my shoulders will look because of the fact that they're so broad and I'm just focusing on making my shoulders look at the best that they can other than like how I actually look anyway um, another one says everyone asks if you're a swimmer which can be taken offensively whether you are or not because they are clearly focused on your shoulders Again, true, and I actually get asked a lot if I swim or work out a lot, which, to be honest, I take as a compliment because, I mean, I guess that kind of means that I look toned and everything, but, you know, it's still obvious that they're talking about my shoulders or referring to um, my shoulders. And the one thing that I actually get really often is that I have an athletic physique or build, which I actually don't mind, so I guess that it's good in that sense yeah but i'm just you know kind of concerned that they're just saying that because they're focused on you know my upper body which i'm insecure about and the last one i'm gonna share with you guys is one that says you worry about working out your upper body because it's already so big once again this one couldn't be more true and when i go to the gym i pretty much do everything but my upper body because i'm so afraid to bulk my upper shoulder and arm area And when I was a lot younger, I used to do kickboxing like on a routinely basis and I'm convinced that it actually contributed to making my shoulders, you know, as broad as they are. Anyway, yeah, I hope you guys got a kick out of some of those statements because I know I did when I was reading them. And if you have broad shoulders and can relate to any of those statements, definitely let me know because I'm always looking for a broad shoulder buddy. But yeah, I definitely used to be a lot more insecure about my shoulders than I am now, but there's still definitely a little bit of insecurity when I'm wearing tank top. Tank tops or off the shoulder tops because those are the types of clothing that accentuate my shoulder area, I guess is what we're gonna say. Okay, so my next insecurity is actually on the lower part of my body, since we were just talking about the upper part of my body, and it's actually my calves, which some of you can probably relate to. And some of you who know me really well are probably like, What is she talking about? Because my calves are not even the biggest in the world or whatever, but to me, They're just bigger than I want them to be and this was probably one of my biggest insecurities when I was young And it bothered me so much and honestly now it still kind of does but for some reason I just Always found that having smaller calves was more beautiful or more feminine and don't take that in like an offensive way For anybody who does have large calves, but that was just for me personally what I thought looked good on me I guess and I mean for guys a lot of guys probably want to have bigger calves because it makes them look a lot stronger and whatnot, but uh, I think most women, not speaking for everyone again, but most women women find having smaller calves to be more attractive, possibly. Let me know what you guys think on that. Anyway, um, I remember when I was a lot younger, I would go I would go as far as not standing on my tippy toes because I was afraid of growing the muscle in my calves and making them, you know, bigger than they already were. And I would definitely not do any calf exercises at the gym either for the same reason. Which is funny because it's just showing me how the two insecurities that I just talked about have actually hindered, you know, the kind of exercises that I do at the gym, which is really interesting. And um, if you guys are starting to think that I'm super vain, it wasn't just about how I look that made me really insecure about my calves. It was the fact that it was just also, at a fashion standpoint, really hard to find pants or socks that fit correctly Um, especially pants because when I was young I would wear a lot of leggings and skinny jeans but they would just get really tight at the bottom area. I mean now I wear a lot of straight legged jeans because you know I'm older and my tastes have changed so I've kind of learned to live with my calf size but just like with the broad shoulders I've come to kind of accept the size of my calves and realize that you know they're forever a part of me um, and who I am unless one day I decide to do a calf reduction surgery which is probably not going to happen okay so getting into my last and probably biggest insecurity of myself is actually my sweat and i thought i'd save the best one for last because this is also my most interesting flaw if you will and um, you're probably thinking christina everyone sweats so why are you insecure about your sweat sweat um well to start with i'm convinced that i have excessive sweating disorder and that i got it from genetics because i have a long list of relatives that sweat like crazy people too Including my own dad and brother. And twin sister, so. Anyway, I would definitely say my sweat is my biggest insecurity because I always find myself having to explain to people before I meet them that I sweat a lot. So they're not alarmed when I start, you know, like sweating buckets in front of them. I always find myself trying to explain it and, you know, saying things like, oh my god, I'm going to sweat so much or I don't want to do this or that because I'm going to sweat. And most of my closest friends that know me now um, are already accustomed to the fact that, you know, even small movements will make me sweat very easily. So I don't have to keep explaining to them anymore about how much I sweat. But yeah, my sweating has kind of been a big issue for me because I am a girl and, you know... Most times, I want to keep my overall appearance looking as sharp and clean as possible, but for some reason, I can't help feeling less confident when I'm all sweaty and gross and disgusting. Not to mention, the area that gets the most sweat is my face area, so that doesn't help the situation at all because that's the place that people look to when they're interacting with you. And unlike my other insecurities like my calves and broad shoulders, which I've you know, actually come to look past more recently, but for some reason my sweating issues are just always going to be one of the biggest things that I would want to change about myself, sadly. And it's not even mainly because it makes me look bad or I get embarrassed how much I sweat. It's just that it really, really is annoying and it gets into my daily activities. Because like I said, I sweat very easily. So even when I'm taking a walk with my friends or eating like somewhat spicy food with a date I just get so sweaty and then the next thing you know the sweat's getting into my eyes and it's on the food it's on my food and on the floor I mean I remember a couple times when I would go to the gym and I know everyone at the gym sweats but I would just especially since I'm doing a physical workout I would just sweat immensely and water would my sweat would actually get onto you know the mats and all of the Um, running machines and everything and then nobody would just want to use them because of how sweaty it is. And a big part of why I don't wear makeup is because of my sweating issues. Like I, I see no reason for me to wear makeup if I'm just going to sweat through it and wipe it all off in the end. So don't even ask me how to use eyeliner or mascara because I genuinely have no idea how to use them. And I do realize that at the end of the day it comes down to genetics and I'm fully aware that genetics is the reason why I sweat so much. Literally, my twin sister, my younger brother, my dad, and, you know, majority of my cousins pretty much sweat like animals, so, I mean, at least I have my family to confide in about my sweating problems. And I actually know that there are some treatments out there that can stop excessive sweating, but, I don't know, I just never really thought it was a good idea to do any treatments to stop a natural process, um, maybe that's just me. And even though it's super annoying and it bothers me so much, especially during the summertime. I don't really see myself doing any treatments to reduce my excessive sweating in the future, but who knows. Okay, so now we're at the point in the episode where I get to talk about the things that I actually do like about myself. But before we go there, I just wanted to make a quick statement about my insecurities and say that I've come a long way since I was younger and back then I would always be jealous of how other people looked and whatnot. And to be honest, I am still sometimes, but... I've learned a lot about loving myself and being happy with the way that I look which I can definitely say I am now Uh, but there's still a lot of growth that needs to be made so I know it'll take some time but I'm just letting you guys all know out there that you know it will take time and growth for you to love the things about yourself and accept how you look um, or whatnot but yeah just wanted to put that out there and now we're gonna get into the positive things. So one of the things that I actually really love about myself, that once again is a physical characteristic, are these moles that I have in my face that make out this like, mini constellation. And to be honest, my moles are probably not the best thing because they've been appearing as a result of sun damage, but I do put sunscreen on my face, you guys, so I should be good for now, at least. Anyway, on the top right side of my forehead, I actually have like, six or seven moles that look like they could really be a constellation. Like, I don't know what constellation they would be. But it looks like if you connected them, there it would be. And there was this video I saw on TikTok a while ago where the girl connected her moles like she was connecting the dots. And I thought it was like the funniest thing ever because I've never actually tried doing that. But of course, after the video, I took some eyeliner and started connecting my moles. Surprisingly, I always think that my moles are not that noticeable to other people. Um... But I actually get a lot of people who comment about my moles on my forehead forehead, and um, I love them and I actually think they're super cute. And weirdly enough, I know a lot of people who want to remove the moles on their face, but I don't have that relationship with my moles, so I, am, I, I love them. Okay, so second thing I wanted to talk about that I love about myself is my hair. And just to be clear, I'm talking about the hair on my head, um, not anywhere else on my head. But anyway, I don't know why but I apparently have nice hair from what people have told me. And for some reason, whenever I go to my hairstylist person, she always comments on how thick and healthy my hair is. And I mean, if it's coming from a hair professional, that's going to mean something, right? And this is gonna sound kind of crazy, but I low-key think that my hair is honestly so strong. Like, I can't tell you all the different things that I've done to my hair, and yet it's still so strong and intact and shiny. Well, knock on wood, because I don't want my hair to suddenly start falling out, but literally... In my hair's, you know, lifetime, I've permed it, dyed it, bleached it multiple times, um, balayaged it, and then with the addition of using countless heat tools on it as well, and yet my hair still remains, you know, kind of thick and soft for the most part. But yeah, my hair has just always been a big part of who I am. I mean, some girls can't walk out of the house without doing their makeup, which I'm sure most of you guys can relate to. Um, But as I said before, I don't wear makeup due to my sweating issues. But the one thing that I can't leave my house without doing is my hair. And if you're curious about how I style my hair, I just honestly love curling it because, you know, as an Asian, I have slick, straight hair. So I get bored of it easily and just want some nice, bouncy waves sometimes. I did actually perm my hair a while back, but the reason I don't continue doing perms is because I don't think that they last that long, and I just prefer the results of a curling iron rather than a perm. But yeah, my hair and I just have a really healthy relationship, um, and I just wanted to mention something that that I've been using for my hair these past years that has been really giving my hair life, and that is Negan's Jizu Honey Infused Hair Oil. I think it's Jizu, I don't know if it's Jizu or Gizu. I honestly just got her product because of the hype and because I saw how nice her hair looked and wanted my hair to look the same, but ever since I started to use it a year ago, I honestly never stopped because first of all, it lasts a really long time and I just never seem to run out of it, and second of all, it makes my hair so shiny and smooth. I tend to get compliments a lot from people asking me how my hair is so shiny, and I always just recommend them the Gizu, Gizu oil. So yeah, love that. Anyway, okay, so we're finally at the last thing I love about myself, and it's not surprisingly, my dimple. Now, there are the times when sometimes I do wish I was recording a video when I'm saying this so I could show you a video of my dimple, but if you're unfamiliar with what a dimple is, um, I guess I just have to explain it. So I literally looked up what a dimple was, and it only really gave me the simple definition of being a small indentation on the skin. So that doesn't really help much, but I can guarantee you guys it's kind of cute. And yes, if you're wondering why I say dimple as in singular, it's because I only have one and it's on the right hand side of my mouth. Most people have two dimples on the sides of their mouth, but I think it's kind of fun and quirky that I only have one, and I guess it makes me more unique or whatever. I've had many people in my lifetime that have told me some strange things about dimples, but um, I've also heard some really nice things, like the fact that dimples make people look more youthful and approachable, and that they are attractive because they are very prominent and catches people's eye or whatever when you look at them. But seriously, if anyone ever asked me what my favorite thing about myself was, I would honestly say it's my dimple because I feel like it just gives me so much confidence, especially when I smile because that's when you can see it the most. Also, I feel like it's really worth mentioning that even my own identical twin sister doesn't have a dimple. Um, shout out to my twin sister. But I mean, so I guess God did bless me with at least one unique factor from my identical twin sister. I also really find it interesting that there are surgeries out there to get dimples um, on people's faces, which is just such an ego booster when you naturally have one. I'm sure we all have that one thing about us that we really find unique and quirky, so I would love to hear them from you guys about some of the things you love about yourselves. Anyway guys that wraps up the end of this episode of the podcast and I honestly wasn't that excited about this episode idea but when I started drafting my ideas like when I was writing out my stuff I actually did get a little excited even though I was going to expose the worst parts of myself and the best parts. Just a little cliche outro before we end things but I just wanted to let you guys know that everyone is beautiful in their own way and there will always be things that we don't like or we do like about ourselves, but in the end, it's, you know, it's what makes us us, so. I hope you guys liked hearing about some of my own insecurities, but also some of the things that I truly do love about myself, and as always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast, and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. Anyway, see you on the next episode of The Life of a Fashion Student podcast.